I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. And so I have on here a very successful serial entrepreneur, Mark Lachance. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great, Dawn. Thank you for having me. So let's start off with who you are and who you serve. Who am I? <laughs> um, well, I'm, my name is Mark Lachance. If you're in the US, if you're around the world, it's called La Chance, which actually means luck. I just wrote a book called The Lucky Formula. So since my last name means lucky, I think I qualify as somebody who can write that book. <laughs> um, and I'm currently the, the CEO of a company called Maxi Media Inc. Uh, we've got almost 300 employees now. We grew it from, from two to 300 in the last four years, and we've had phenomenal growth. And who do we serve? I would have to say uh, we really serve our people, our employees, the people that work for us. Um, versus, you know, and anything else above and beyond that. Because if you serve the people that work for you, uh, you do your, you, you know, you go above and beyond for the for those people. They will serve you the best as well. And you know, I can I can dive into that later if you'd like. If uh, that's who I am, Don. Amazing. So inside your book and all the things that you write about, tell me what are the like top three things about luck or not luck that people in business should know. <laughs> Well, you know, in the book, I cover, you know, things that I've learned over the last, let's say, 30 years in business. I've, I've had a lot of success, but I've also had a lot of crushing failures. And the book starts out discussing one of my colossal mega failures. And so failure is not a bad thing. Failure is actually a good thing. And that's where you really learn. I think that's where you get your best learnings. Your best wisdom is when you get crushed. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of a number one. And, and you know, number two or number three, um, where I talk about, you know, ways of, of making you more successful. So luck in, in this case is synonymous with success. Um, so I'll just give you two great examples. So who do you hang around with, Don? Do you hang around with people that are negative consistently or do you hang around with people that are that think big, think positive, think you know, can do attitude versus people that are woe is me and victim mentality. And, you know, other tips and tricks like you know, how to sleep better, how to eat better, how to uh, supplementation to get your energy levels up. Energy is everything. And a quick story around that is, is back in, you know, 2001, when I, I started a company called Pivotal Payments with a, a business partner, we used to go to lunch and have big lunches and have a dessert after lunch. And literally, I would get back to my office and crash and my energy level is two on 10. And then I learned over the years that, you know, proper nutrition and supplementation gets your energy level 10 on 10. So if you're firing on all cylinders all day long, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to have success slash luck uh, versus, you know, being a two on 10 and, and basically in the afternoon sleepy for about two hours. So those are kind of a couple of things that, uh, <laughs> that you can learn from my book and with much, much more. So it sounds like you get to control maybe some of your luck. Even the crushing failure is a luck, isn't it? Wasn't it lucky for you to fail? I, I think so because it taught me a ton, right? And if you if you stack the odds in your favor, 
you can really cash in that success. I mean, that's the cover of the book. But if you do the right things and keep on compounding and compounding good things or great things, good good or great things are going to happen. Just to give you a, a crazy example, so I was at a at a conference. Actually, this is a good this is a good one about stacking luck. So I was at a um, at a biohacking conference, and this is last year. And so I sat down at lunch, and in a biohacking conference is all about you know how to hack your body, how to get better energy, how to get better sleep, just to perform much better than you were previously. And I was sitting down at lunch, and I uh, was having a conversation with um, a woman and her daughter. And it turns out the woman, the, the daughter, is the twenty fifth ranked tennis player in the world. And it turns out the woman tells me that she's the president of the Buffalo Sabres hockey team. And I'm, I'm a huge hockey fan. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So we start talking about hockey. And, and then I asked her, and I looked at her name tag and I, and I saw the name and I'm like, oh, you're not only the president of the hockey team, you own it. And you also own the Buffalo Bills. So I, so I had a conversation about what we do and you know how we're using TikTok to, to literally blow up our business. And, you know, that got us into conversations on how the Buffalo Bills could use TikTok. And anyway, you know, so we have a potential huge deal with the Buffalo Bills is the point. So by, you know, by studying uh, high performance and high energy, I also got lucky, potentially lucky in a, on a business deal as well. So that's kind of how you stack the odds in your favor. Yeah, I love that. Now, as far as practicalities and practical tips, you do talk on your website about helping people kind of have financial strategies um, and things that they're doing, mostly in real estate. But outside of that, we do talk a little bit about cash flow and with where the economy is going. And I, I personally don't think it's a negative. So let me put that out there. Um, but I do know that there's some people who do. How can they set themselves up right now to, I'm going to air quote, get lucky during this downturn when there's a little more fear than maybe they should be in the market? So I like your mindset, by the way. I like the fact that you're not fearful because fear what fear begets fear begets fear. That means if you're only focused on the fear, you're just going to invite it into your life. Right. So I think first you need to change your mindset on, on what's happening and always... In, in downturns, like, so for example, in 2008, I got hammered in real estate. That, that was my crushing defeat and my timing was poor. But what did I learn? I learned that, you know, there's always cycles, there's ups and there's downs. And when there's downs, there's huge opportunities. So for example, in our media business, we, I know that the down is coming. I'm pretty sure the down's coming, Don. I think you probably agree. <laughs> and that's going to give us opportunity to, to grow. And well, in, in a couple small examples, right? So Right now, salaries are through the roof, like ridiculous. But and and it's kind of you know some top talent or top exe- executives are out of reach uh, because just because the the compensation's out of reach. But I'm, that's going to switch and that's going to change and that's going to allow you to get great talent for a reasonable price. One and two, it's going to allow you to grow through acquisition if you if you have that mindset. So I, I think downturns can be a good thing if you're properly set up and if you learn from the last time you got crushed in a downturn. Right. Absolutely. And we actually just in the coffee grocery business, I'll put this out there. We just ended up making some investments inside green beans and things to hedge against price increase, some of the shipping problems that we're having and things like that, that we didn't have to do when we opened 18 months ago, that at the time we could just do, you know, what we needed at time, just in time logistics. All of that has changed. None of that is is really the same way, even a year and a half on. Where do you think things are going to be going 
you know, within like the next year or so. Well, look, I think inflation's a real thing. That's for sure. I think that's going to continue. I mean, we, they tell us, they tell us that it's nine or whatever, 8.2 or 9.5, whatever, whatever the number is, but you, you and I both know that's not a real number. Right. I, I think it's, it's probably up and around 20%. Um, so that's something to definitely take into consideration. Inflation is here to stay, I believe, because, you know, the Fed's talking about, and, and if you follow the Fed, hopefully your listeners follow what, what, what's going on, but the Fed's talking about tightening, which, you know, they supposedly have been tightening, but no, they haven't. If you really look into what's happening, they're, they're, they're creating as much cash as they have been for the last 10, 12 years. Right. So inflation will stay. I think probably rates are going to probably top out really soon. They might have one more hike. Um, so you have to take that into consideration when, if you're jumping into real estate or you're, you're, you know, you, you want to buy real estate, all that needs to be looked at. Um, so that's kind of where I think we're going to, and, and I do believe there we're in probably for a pretty drastic downturn in, in the stock market and the crypto markets and, you know, and on the flip side, commodities, uh, could take off. I mean, you're in the commodity business. So you tell me, what do you think? And you hedge. So you're probably set up, you're probably very set up for positivity in the future. Uh, I hope so. We're, we're set up for the next number of months, but things are limited. We are a small business, so we're unable to do like the big, large businesses can go ahead and kind of scoop up and get those early contracts for, let's say, 60% of a harvest. We're mm-hmm. not. So we can't do that. But yes, we are in commodities. Commodities are going up. Um, what we're trying to do as a small business is make sure that we hedge enough to freeze our pricing or have a very small right. increase versus some of our um, other competitors or other businesses that do have to have some kind of rate increase to stay in business. So so let me ask you, actually, I, I think I'm going to turn the tables on you. I'm interested in, in, in your business. <laughs> what? Tell me about um, if prices, let's say, for example, prices keep going up 10%, 15, 20% a year, can you pass that along? Like, What is your cutoff point to pass your prices along to your clients? That's a great question. So when we set up the business, we set up the business to, you know, have all of our costs included labor and stuff. So when we originally set up and started, our very first price was profitable. So we didn't make the business mistake that a lot of new businesses make where let's say they make a calculation like, oh, I'm just going to double my wholesale cost. I'll be fine. And then they forget that they have to pay for electric and labor and and all those other things. So we set ourselves up the right way the first time. And then we made one increase 12 months later. And when we made that increase, it felt like a big jump to our customers at the time, but we froze it for a year. That was our promise is that we would hedge and we would figure it out. So we do have a cutoff point, but right now, barring any shipping issues, um, we have been able to buy coffee from different suppliers uh, at different rates and things that we can keep the same price at least through February of next year without having any issues. But I, I know there are a lot of other small businesses that aren't able to do that. And I'm one who doesn't like to have a lot of leverage on my business. So I don't do it very often where I will put out a lot of money on things that I haven't sold yet. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. So now, so I take it you're a, you said you're a roaster. So you, you basically a wholesale, you're taking the product, you, you know, you transform the product and then you wholesale it out. Is that correct? We wholesale some of it out. We also retail some of it out. So oh, you do. Okay. Yes, we do. We actually do have a, a really nice consumer base um, for retail. Uh, but yeah, so we do retail, we do wholesale. And then we also open a couple of days a week, kind of like a coffee shop where you can come in and sample and taste and tour. 
And uh, when we do that, you know, that's a um, retail day is what we call it. And people come in and they can buy an iced coffee. So we have all of our licenses and things to do all of it. It's just, we did the analysis and realized our business was not a coffee shop. Really, we are the person you want to buy the bag to take it home and enjoy it at home. Are are you also selling online any e-commerce? Yes, we do that as well. Cool. And what's your, what's your best traffic source? That's my business, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So we are, um, embarrassingly the analytics. The only thing I really look at is like Google. And when Google sends me my monthly, whatever, I can see whether or not our traffic that is being driven to our website from Google is converting. And that's that's about it. So I, I actually, that is not a very strong space for me. Um, I do have a couple of people who work with us on different things, but maybe you and I need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would I would say I would suggest that you look at you know, and all your listeners as well, look at TikTok because TikTok is actually a, a beast of a of a platform. It's taking over, you know, it's taking over Instagram, taking over Facebook. And e-commerce is growing and growing on on the platform as well. So I would certainly look at that. I mean, we uh, we got involved with TikTok two and a half years ago. We were one of the first movers on the platform, and we figured it out pretty quickly. And you know, you need a creative team behind you. It's it is a lot of work, but I mean, it's right now represents about sixty percent of our revenue. So that's something I would definitely take a look at if I were you or any of your listeners. Yeah, that's great. It, a lot of. Um people who have like the smaller local businesses and stuff, what are your thoughts on leveraging TikTok um, kind of in the local market as well as the e-commerce? So how can you leverage TikTok to like, let's say your existing Facebook group um, or some of the things to get people to hop over onto that platform? Well, I think it's all about the individual, right? It's an influencer. So it would have to be driven by the retail owner. So the shop owner. Um, we're not typically, we're not an influencer shop. We're more of a, a media buying shop, but you know, I've seen examples of, <laughs> I'll give you a great example. So I'm, I'm part of strategic coach and one of our, and I'll give him a plug right now and I'll tell him that I gave him a plug, but one of our, uh, one of my, I'll call him classmates in the group is Dr. Stephen Palter out of New York and Stephen. So we were together in, it was June. And he says, hey, look at my TikTok, look at my TikTok. And he only had about 50 followers. And I said, all right, look, Stephen, I'm going to put you on a call with a couple of my top creators. They have millions and they're just going, they're, they're going to teach you in probably three or four sessions how to blow this thing up. So he literally, you know, after about a month of, we'll call it struggle or work, you know, posting two to three videos a day, no results, no results. And then all of a sudden, boom, two weeks ago. His account literally blows up. So he had a video that had over 3 million views. His, uh, his followers went from about 100 over over 4,000 right now. So he's so excited. He's in love with me right now. So I got to keep the, uh, the wave going. But anyway, the point is, you know, educate yourself. Speak to people that, are, that understand the platform. And there's a lot of people out there that, that want to teach and want to teach for free. And are very happy to tell you about what they do. So there's an opportunity out there on this platform. It's brand new and it's growing, growing every day. So I guess that's the best advice I can give. Yeah, I love that. I mean, when we're local and when I say local business, we're in a town of 10,000. And a lot of people, um, you know, are in the same boat where they're a small local business being maybe 25,000 in their city or whatever. And so having that local presence is one thing, but being able to translate that I think, you know, there, there have to be some pillars of things like understanding your brand, understanding your message, 
Um, but TikTok is its own beast. I don't think some of the traditional notions of what you have to do to set up marketing is is kind of the same way. Am I wrong? I, I mean, it is a different beast, but you know, you can learn it. It's not it's not that difficult to learn the platform. So, for example, I'm 52. Um, and about 10 years ago, I didn't know anything about social media whatsoever. And then I, we had launched, um, actually 12 years ago, we launched, uh, fitness and nutrition clubs. And, you know, I, I knew that social had to be a huge part. So this is probably, probably a good, um, good example for your, your listeners. So social media had to be a part of, of, you know, the nutrition and fitness clubs. And so I learned how to number one, buy media locally, like your people, and number two, how to bring people in and make them sort of the superstar. So if you make people feel good, if you put them and constantly highlight and put people on the pedestal, they'll continue to come back. So that's what I, I would look at. Let's say you have a, a shop in a small town. You look at loyalty programs. You look at posting these people online. Thank you. you know, Thank you, Joe, for coming down today and you earned a free cup of coffee. So you want to use loyalty programs. You want to use recognition. Recognition is huge. People never get recognized. Do you think that when they walk into their office, they get recognized or yelled at? Which one? Right. So, re- so use social media to recognize people. And then all of a sudden, over time, that recognition leads to positive things. And it leads to just, you know, positivity begets positivity, just like the other side, just like fear begets fear. Right. Yeah, it sounds like all of these things can be stacked up to create absolutely. But it sounds like there's a lot of hard work behind the luck. So, what do you attribute? So, I believe that you know, if you're doing things in alignment, opportunities come, and so things will show up you're not expecting. So, what percentage of your luck do you think were opportunities that came up because you were just doing the things you were supposed to be doing? Probably all of it. I mean, luck is not—it's not some woo force. Right. So if you, you know, if you, you could see, we're not in video right now, but if you could see my bookshelf, I have probably about 500 books on, you know, business development, personal development, personal growth, um, you know, uh, marketing, you know, all different types of topics on, on brain health, on, you know, supplementation. So if you continue to expand your knowledge and expand your mind in your business and outside of your business, then things are going to happen. If you go to conferences and trade shows, if you speak to people, if you're not afraid to say hello to, you know, somebody in line at the bank, you know, you're just serendipitous things are going to happen, but you have to put in the work. I mean, nobody's going to hand you anything. I'm not a trust fund baby. And, you know, I grew up, I grew up much like probably a lot of your listeners in a small town and I worked in construction and nobody handed me anything. I had to work for it. So it's, it's just what it is. I mean, I didn't go to Harvard university. I didn't go to, to Yale. So I, you know, I worked for my father in construction and that's, that's pretty much how I grew up. But, you know, by, by again, educating myself and by, you know, instead of, you know, going out with the guys for beers on, uh, you know, on Sunday night, you know, I'm in, in bed reading my books and waking up, you know, with a, with a clear head on a Monday morning versus having a hangover and being, you know, being sluggish on Monday morning. So it just depends what you want. Yes, it is hard work, by the way. <laughs> It is hard work. Absolutely. But, you know, success and, um, you know, luck and hard work all seem to kind of come together. Where can people get your book? Um, they can get it on Amazon and they can also get 
the audio version on Audible, and it's my voice, so it's a pretty awesome voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. So we're going to put the links down inside the show notes here, so you can go grab a copy of the book and you know learn to stack your luck in the you know, the considerable investments that are being made in knowledge and self-development and business development to create luck. Because I think that it's an incredible opportunity for people to have a hand in luck that by taking it out of the realm of it's just, you know, serendipitous, like you said, just like bibbity bobbity boo um, and making it so this is something attainable for most people or all people is, is an incredible opportunity. So I appreciate your book and I want to know how else people can find you and what you're doing. Yeah, they can find me on um, a website called theluckyformula.com. And actually, I have a uh, I have a gift for your listeners. So if they go to lucky theluckyformula.com slash quiz, you can actually take the lucky quiz or the lucky assessment. And it'll score you on a scale of uh, zero to 100 on your luck score. It'll give you your luck score and tips and tricks how to increase uh, your ability to catch luck or get lucky. So that's uh, it, it's a pretty fun. It's cool. And Dawn, I hope to see you in the database right after uh, this call. Yeah, I want to get your, I want to see your score. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my score. Actually, that's interesting. So that's great. Well, Mark, thank you so much for being a guest today. This is a great episode. People are really going to get a lot out of it. Well, thank you for having me. All right, I'll talk to you all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you want some more information about me or free resources, please visit my updated website, donkkennedy.com. Follow me on social at donkkennedyxo on Instagram and on Facebook at donkkennedymentor. I'll see you next time. <laughs>